Haunted Nights, live with Tamara Thorne and Alistair Cross. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Thorn and Cross, Haunted Nights Live. We're your host, Alistair Cross, and I'm here with my co-host and collaborator, Tamara Thorne. Um, thank you for joining us. Before we get, before we introduce tonight's guest, I'm going to turn it over to Tamara, who's going to tell you a little bit about our upcoming novel, Exorcism, which is book three in the Ravencrest saga, and it's coming out tomorrow on Valentine's Day, so take it away, Tamara. All right. Very romantic in a horrific sort of way. The devil <laughs> comes sure to Raven. <laughs> it is midnight, the witching hour, watery echoes in an empty building. The grand Greek pool at the Ravencrest Manor babbles and gurgles as chlorine scented water. I'm sorry, I almost said chloroform. Um, <laughs> it's going to be one of these shows. As, let me get my mood back as chlorof- <laughs> chlorine scented water pumps flowing like cool blood in veins and arteries. The moon, full and high above the arch glass ceiling, shines its light into the cobalt pool, casting splintered rays across the water, picking up golden highlights as it reflects on the constellations, the planets, and moon set into the bottom of the pool. A spring and a thunk from the tall diving board, then a splash, someone dives in, and somehow water explodes into the air. The sound ebbs and flows with movement. But if no human ear is present to hear it, no eye to see it, can these things be real? Are they merely tricks of light and sound, courtesy, magic, courtesy of Mother Nature? Soft golden lamps flicker to life, and then music, faint but unmistakable, rises and echoes. Eddie Cantor, if you knew Susie like I knew Susie. Oh, oh, what a girl. Laughter. The sounds of a party of voices of glasses clinking. Something white and serpentine slithers and stirs beneath the water like glistening cold silk. There and gone again in an instant. All right. Ravencrest Exorcism will be released in ebook and paperback tomorrow, Valentine's Day. And uh, yeah, so pick up your copy. And the first book in the series is uh, The Ghost of Ravencrest, and book two is The Witches of Ravencrest. All right, again, you're listening to Thorn and Cross Haunted Nights Live. You can learn more about what we do at our websites, which are alistaircross.com and tamarthorn.com. You can visit our mutual blog at thornandcross.wordpress.com. If you tweet, our handles are at crossalister and at tamarthorn. Also, you can check us out on at thorncross. Uh, you can visit our Haunted Nights Live page on Facebook, or if you're on Instagram, you can find us at at thorncross or at official underscore alistaircross. For more information on the show, you can visit Authors on the Air on Facebook, Twitter, and at AuthorsOnTheAir.com. This is a broadcast of the Authors on the Air, Global Radio Network, LLC. All right, tonight we are thrilled to be chatting with one of our favorite Mm -hmm. people, uh, Janita Lowe. Uh, Janita is a New York Times and USA Today bestselling and award-winning author. She writes sexy military and techno spy-fi romance. She also co-owns a roof construction business and knows 600 ways to kill with roofing tools, as well as yell at her workers in five different languages. (laughs) A three-time Golden Heart finalist, her first book, Into Danger, about 
about a seal out of water won the Romantic Times Reviewer's Choice Award for Best Romantic Intrigue. Uh, besides her love for seals, she works with an airborne ranger who taught her all about mental toughness and physical endurance. Janita lives with her mutant palms and one chubby squirrel. All right. <laughs> Uh, welcome to the show, Janita. We <laughs> love having you as always. How are you? <laughs> hello, hello, hello. We almost hello. make it there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, my chubby squirrel is not so chubby anymore. She turns 10, oh, no. you believe it or not. So she is a little oh. skinnier, a skinny old squirrel. <laughs> All right. Uh. <laughs> All right, so I'm curious. Uh, the first thing, the first thing I want to ask you is, you you can yell at people in five different languages. What languages um, can you yell at people in? <laughs> yeah, I can yell in English, of course, and Cantonese, and Mandarin, and Malay, some Indian, and some Russian bad words, and German too. Nice. Mostly bad words. <laughs> yeah. I spoke those languages, so I just know the bad words. But I'm learning uh, Spanish now because I'm I'm running I'm running Mexican cruise, and uh, right, huh? so getting better at that. So so pretty soon it'll be six languages. Yeah, <laughs> five and a half. I, I know a lot of bad Mexican words, yeah, Spanish words, I should say. Yeah, <laughs> I, I shouldn't say any. Of yeah, I'm, I'm sorry right about now. my dog. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> this always happens. So, no, so we we love you, we love having you. You are uh, mm-hmm. you you um, you do write thrillers. I've read I've read your work, and it's it's quite you know. Yeah. I mean, of course, it's not it's not horror, but it's it's very thrillery. It's very exciting stuff. Um, you know, Tonight so horror, how Alice. do you? Yeah, I'm curious yeah, exactly. How do you go about avoiding? Because see, once we get going, and I guess maybe this is the difference between horror writers and you know romance writers, but once we start, you know towing you know the line of of the horrific we go in full force and you kind of have to you know veer away from that how do you keep yourself from getting into full-on gore and torture (laughs) (laughs) well for for me uh well i i i add a little humor into it it's tough but i do add a little humor um through it and and uh, some of the sexy stuff what I do avoid is to go into detail, like the, you guys, you know, you, you go into detail, all the horrific stuff that happens to the characters. And, and yeah. I try not to do that. I hint about it, and I go into the emotions. I go into the fear, but I don't give the details mm-hmm. of exactly what happened. But the humor is the most important thing for me because, you know, oh. it's all sexy and dirty. So I throw in a sexy joke and... Hopefully it works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're heavily into humor too. I mean, Alfred Hitchcock believed in it. You you can't keep the stress going no matter what you're writing or creating for too long yeah, without for, for, a little I'll give bit of... I'll give you an example if you want. Did you, mm-hmm. you like sure. an example? Well yeah. in my book in Into Danger, I'm writing about the world's most glamorous assassin, so so, you know, uh, in a thriller, it will be, you know, uh, an assassin and she's glamorous and it'll be James Bond kind of thing. But with the romance, I have to go with the emotion. So I have this very secretive but and sexy, glamorous assassin trying to seduce her, her seal partner. 
who who is of course undercover to really stop her from killing somebody. So throughout the whole mm-hmm. uh, first five or six chapters, I have her you know slowly seducing him by telling him that she has a tattoo of a Tweety Bird, and oh. and and so you know she wears her clothes in a sexy way, and and so he's he's thinking his male thoughts like where the hell is this tattoo tattoo right? So so it's not mm-hmm. on her arm, it's not on her neck, it's not on her back. No, I mean, anyway, finally they, they did the dirty deed in my book. They, they you know, went full out on that night. Then the next morning, she's walking to, you know, naked to the bathroom, and he's like, wait, wait, wait a minute, turn around. So she turned around, and where's Tweety Bird? Where's the tattoo? And she looked at him, and the play office, she covers herself, and she says, oh, my God, my pussy must have eaten her, and ran to the bathroom. <laughs> Oh, oh my God! <laughs> oh, we, we did uh-huh, something the same. That's that's wonderful because in my novel, the sorority, which is a, you know horror with a lot of sex in it, there's there's a, a, a what are they called a, a familiar. And sometimes she's a girl that looks like Britney Spears. It was written a while ago. And sometimes she's a chipmunk. And the the, the thing I always get quoted on is Britney, there, or whatever her Mallory. There's a chipmunk Mallory. on my pussy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. So horror and romance no, has a lot in common. Yeah. It does. And and sex is universal. Sex, you know, crosses all yeah. genres. And I think that there's a there's a, usually a little bit of sex in most genres, but. Uh, we were uh, earlier looking at your your book covers and speculating because mm-hmm. uh, you've got on the covers of your books you've got you know the swimmers build types you've got the bulky bodybuilder types you've got the the more slender guys so we were wondering what what kind of yeah. men do you like? Mm-hmm. Oh man! Uh, uh, <laughs> well, uh, I, 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 I'm shallow, you know. Shallow is my middle name, so it's like Janita uh-huh. Shallow. <laughs> So, yeah. So a good-looking guy will catch my attention first, but of course, if he has no personality. Then I start making excuses for him. Right. <laughs> Maybe something else will, you know, help out with personality. But but no, yeah. I, I like I like I like, I like well-built guys. You know, if they're athletic, I, I I enjoy I enjoy it because I'm an older woman, so it's like, you know. Look what you know. This is what I, I like to look at for now. <laughs> but other than that, you know, I enjoy everything. If if this guy has oh. a sense of humor, I, I I love it. I love I love a sense of humor. If you can that's make me laugh, right, that's right. part. Yeah, fun, right. That's that's the yeah, sexiest totally. thing of all, I think. And a good I ass. I think so too. But <laughs> a good yeah. <laughs> Who needs a sense of humor when how, you have a good ass? <laughs> you know, I cannot I cannot tell you how many times my, my roofer boys are asking me when I'm gonna put them on my cover and um I can't right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, you know You're like sorry, I'm you're like, just not hot enough. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I, I I would say, you know, I, I love your work, you're wonderful people, but you're just not uh, you know, romance cover material. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have a question. Cover material. It, no, I have got to ask this. Uh, 
we're, we're talking about romance and we're talking about horror and where they come yeah. together, so to speak, and come apart. You know, they do that too. Now, in <laughs> in our books, we will show blatant sex acts, but mostly only between people we either don't really care about that are going to die soon or the bad guys. The bad guys can have all the sex they want. But when our hero and heroine get in there and or our hero and hero, whoever it might be, uh, and start to get intimate, <laughs> We gently close the door on them as the clothes come off and they're starting to kiss, and we don't look because we feel that's that's rude. But I would think horror would be the exact, or romance would be the exact opposite. Do you? you yeah, show well, there's yeah, yeah, different kinds of romance. There, there are sweet romances now. Oh well, in the old days mm-hmm. too, where it is a you know fade to black, or you, we call it you know you shut the door, they go into the bed, yeah. bedroom, and you use the imagination. They are called sweet romances now. And then um, yeah. you have the hardcore ones that goes into dark erotica romance, and and you, and that one is way you know even for me it sometimes is a little too tough to read because it's hard to suspend your disbelief when the other the, the guy is you know a caveman or you know uh, it's hard for me. You know, like, have you ever heard of dino porn? You know, that kind of... Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That it's, 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 it's part of the romance genre, but, but, you know, I really am like, can I write that? And I'm like, I, I don't think I can. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's, but, you know, but, but I can add some... You know, you guys can do it with some horror elements. I mean, mine would turn into a horror yeah. novel, for sure. For sure. <laughs> The one that grosses me out is werewolves. I, I don't know why women want to do sweaty, hairy guys that eat milk bone. You know, <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> because they have a All great right, ass. That's down. why. No oh. sweaty, hairy guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with dog breath. That, that's the killer for me. <laughs> All right, so I I, I have a question for you. That's that's this is this okay. is another another sex oh. scene question, and um, it's going to be crass. Okay, oh. it's going to be personal. It's going to be it's going to be crass. Okay, now as long as when I, I write Gwyneth Candle into it, we got it. Yeah, exactly. If yeah. we can talk about Gwyneth Candle, we can talk about this, you guys. Okay, so your ball. So okay. I'm always exactly. We're going to go there. Okay, so I'm always curious. <laughs> And I, I've I've always you know wanted to ask a romance writer this. Okay, so here's the thing: we do write sex scenes, and sometimes they get pretty steamy, right? Well, mm-hmm. I, as a dude, I know when I've written a successful sex scene that's very effective because I have a physical gauge that lets me know. Oh that I've done a good job. Do you follow me? Okay. Well, How do you know? And you have to do this. You have to do this all the time. This is your job. You have to. How do you know you've written a super hot? How do you know you've succeeded at writing a super hot scene? Oh well. Um, let's see. Uh, well, first of all, the, when I'm, I'm when I'm thinking about it, like what I want to write, it's not, I don't get hot at first. Like, for example, I would say, all right, uh, they're getting it on in the car. And then and then mm-hmm. I'm thinking of which, what kind of car.
car, the size of the car, you know, whether the seatbelt would work and just like that one leg over the wheel and, you know, uh, uh, just like uh, mapping out a plot for me. So I don't get mm-hmm. turned on when I'm thinking about it. Then when I start writing and with the emotions and ha- and it works out fine and I'm very happy that they're getting it on, then mm-hmm. then I physically would go, I'm so in love with this guy. I might I might I might bang him myself. <laughs> that kind of thing. Oh, wow. and, and <laughs> yeah, then I know yeah, it worked. It worked because because this is hot. This is really hot. You know? Yeah. But um oh, my question to you is do you when you reread it like a year later, do you still have the same reaction? Yeah. You we do? we I I didn't hear all of the questions. Do we do I have the same reaction, or do we? When you reread that successful scene that turned you on a year later, oh. yeah, well, oh yeah, yeah, I would, I yeah. would say so if the, it, if, if it was, if it was really good because I don't, I've noticed that I don't, it's, it's more uh, effective, it's stronger when you're writing it. I think because it takes longer to write and you're really thinking it through. Uh, so it's not as sexy, I guess, to read it, but I well, get, you're not the one reading it, <laughs> right? But if you're reading it like a year later, you know, it's yeah, it's, it should. I would say it should. What is, is it? Mm-hmm. Does yeah. it? Does it? Yeah, it should. Yeah. 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 We read the further. Okay, go ahead. Oh, oh, we read everything aloud, and I'm the reader, and he's the listener. And sometimes I turn oh. pretty purple while I'm reading out loud what we just wrote. <laughs> and and when, then we say to each other, "Are you hot?" And I'll say, "Yeah." And he says, "Yeah." Okay, we're sticking to our chairs. We should stick stick with it. It's the weirdest thing in the world. Uh, no, so, no, no, no. Yeah. That, that's that's good. That that means you did well, guys. <laughs> Maybe you should write some romance. You know, well, we do, we, but we, not. We try. You know, I don't think I could. You know, because the thing is, is the difference is, you know, there's, there's, you know, like I said, you know, sex is kind of it goes across the board, but, you know, mm-hmm. it would be hard, I think, for me to write something where the you know, love is the point. Mm-hmm. You know, where um, the the two characters getting together is the point. Um, it would be too hard to refrain from killing people horribly along the way. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, well, that's what I do with I, I do that with yeah. my thrillers though. I mean I have a bad yeah. guy and uh, he's gonna yeah. get come up and no matter what, you know. So so yeah, um I will have my little horror thing. I guess it's not supernatural we're talking about. Mine is more, you know, uh bad guys in like in a thriller fashion, you know, you, you, the things yeah. in yeah. the papers. Uh, that's right. no you know Ghosts or, or uh, vampires. Honestly, or... if you think about yeah. it, Alistair, there's romance in every, virtually every single one of our books. We've got romance going on, and well, we make and, sure that somebody think, doesn't get killed. It's just natural. Exactly. Yeah. I think. I think. Well, that's that's what I think is interesting because see, when we when you know the first time that we had you on the show, Janita, um, I I had read uh, several of your books, and I'm not a romance reader. I, I somehow happened upon your book. Uh, one of your books somehow and read it not really realizing it was romance and not really caring I'm pretty I read whatever just looks good at the time but I thought that it was super exciting and it definitely has horror elements and I think that this is 
this is what's interesting about it is, yeah, we put, we do have romance, some romance in all of our books, and you also have some kind of horror or at least thriller in, in yeah. your books. It's really not so different, you know. It's interesting. No, it really well, I, I have I have a question then. Do you guys have happy endings in in your books? I mean, do you have, uh, <laughs> yes. Well, your main it depends on what you think is happy. Well, yeah. Not the ones who. Let's say the the two main characters you have, the ones that have the really sexy sex that that got your heart and uh-huh. bothered. Do they die at the end? Or, I mean, no. Um, <laughs> no. Okay. Sort of you, no. You guys are writing romance. You guys are writing we romance. Are. We are. Yeah. There's a lot of blood and there's ghosts and well. The, yeah, that's the fine. Ravencrest is coming out tomorrow. It's pure romance, but it's really creepy. You know, there's yeah. vomiting involved. You can put it under horror romance or paranormal. Horror romance. Create our own genre. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. I think romance is one of those. You know, though it's it is really cool though because romance really does go across the board. It's a human thing. It's it's you know I think there's, there's yeah. a good a good story will have some romance. I think you know somewhere in there, no matter what. Yeah. I, it's a yeah. There it is. Because you can't you can't get away from it. You know. And I mean, it's no. Great. Nobody really wants to either. The hardest part for me, for I have readers that want less romance, and I have readers that want more thriller and uh, or, or less thriller. For example, um, I have uh, uh, my techno books, and I, I love to go into the techno parts or, or the you know the spy things. And then uh-huh. I have readers that would review and tell me it's too confusing, it's too hard. And then I have other readers that say, no, we, we want the, the gadget stuff. We don't want the sexy parts. So I have to kind of negotiate my way through that. You know, it's, it's Something just a hard part as a writer. Yeah. For me. Yeah, I don't know it, is, it is. Yeah, yeah it is. It's. I think that's that's the uh, universal uh, problem shared by writers is, um, you know, you do want to obviously, you know, please the reader. Obviously, that's you know, a big part of why we do this. But it, it yeah. comes to a point where it's like you just got to write the story you want to write, you know. And you know what? On yeah. that on that note, I'm curious. What what do you think? This is a kind of a weird question, but what do you think, you know, made you want to write romance? What do you remember, like the the event or the moment or whatever that made you go, you know, I really would like to write romance. Well, uh, I love happy endings, and when I read, I, I was an English major in college, and then when I. Uh-huh. I started romance really young, for example, I, and, and I read romances for the fun of it when I was younger. But but when I went to college and it was just reading uh, straight literature stuff, I I, uh-huh. I was always very unhappy because the endings never was never what I wanted them. They always were so sad. So uh, right. one day at the mall, uh, I saw a book and and I said, wow. She's still writing. I mean, it's been 20 years since I last read her. Now I went to college and all that. And then, then I started reading. I said, I love, I love what I'm reading. This is happy ending, and it's it's just crazy. I just love these, and people always talk badly about them. So I started rereading, started reading romances again, and I got back into loving them. And that's when I started thinking, I want to write heroines that I enjoy, you know, a stronger right. yeah. The current that at that time 
it was in the eighties. The the and uh, the 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 heroines were still, shall I say, quite tame. They're not very kick ass. Mm-hmm. Huh? They have to be virgins. Mm-hmm. I, I want them to be killers. You know, I want them to be. Right. You know, I want I want Jane Bond to be really Jane Bond. I don't need a guy to save her. So I started writing. Right. I started writing the heroines I wanted, and that, that's how I started writing again, basically. Oh, nice. And, and, nice. Well, and, yeah. it, and it works because because I got to tell you, if I'm if I'm reading if I'm reading one of those, because like I said, I'm not I'm not a very I'm not a picky reader. I'll actually pretty much read anything. I really will, and I'll probably like it. I get a little pickier as I'm older as I get older, but you know I'm still pretty wide open. But I know what you're saying mm-hmm. about those you know early romances. It's like oh god, give me a break. But that's what makes yeah. your romance very accessible even to guy readers like me because. Your women are mm-hmm. badasses. I don't feel when I'm reading you. I don't really feel like I. I don't feel like I'm reading a romance. I know it is a romance, and that's fine. I, that's fine with me. But it's there's so much more to it than that. I think it's great. Cool. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. But you don't know how many rejection letters I had from New York when I oh, just started uh, sending them <laughs> things that like we don't want these heroines. They're not virgins. They kill. And what the heck is uh, a kick-ass heroine? We don't want no kick-ass heroine. And it was right. really hard breaking that barrier. But but I managed to finally somehow trick somebody to <laughs> publish <laughs> and and uh, I, I think and and you know people I had I had a great time that one, that year when it came out because all the interviews that were given to me, people were saying that we can't believe you're a woman. We thought it was a, a guy pretending to be a woman writing as a you know, as a woman. Uh, like, that's so great. That was how weird it was back then when it came out. But mm-hmm. now there are many 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 kick-ass kick-ass heroines in, in romance books, and I'm so happy. The trend has yes, continued, yes. you know. <laughs> wow. Yes, it's much, it's much you know, better I'm, because I mean, let's be, let's be realistic. Those, those, you know, women in the, you know, the early, yeah, yeah. yeah that's even dudes don't want ladies like that, you know. <laughs> it's like no, <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, I think I think no. Janita has a point there. Our Ravencraft series is as much romance as it is horror. It kind of is, you know. We we really what you're we, saying. We, yeah. Yeah, we kind of dark shadows and uh, Rebecca. Well, we we yeah. do exactly. We do we do gothic, and you kind of have to have that. There's there's definitely I'd say yeah. Ravencrest has a lot of romance for sure. Well, but, like, like I say, if you have yeah. a happy ending, you're right. You guys are writing romance. I'm just going to tell yeah. my readers to pick up your books and and try them, man, because they all want happy ending. It's true. It's we true. like happy endings. So you do. You know, so um, you do a lot of a lot of thrillery stuff with you know villains and bad guys and spies and things like this. Have you ever done, or mm-hmm. would you ever do uh, any kind of uh, paranormal, supernatural type stuff? You know, I would love to. I I love urban fantasy. It's yeah. one of my favorite genres to read. And 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 I I I have favorite series that I read all the time. But they're so. Those writers are so darn smart with world building. It is it is a gift that I I have to learn how to do because their world building is just fantastic. You know they use myth mythology and mm-hmm. um, yeah. they use um, they use so many different uh, things and, and and add that with fantasy and kick ass heroine. It just oh it just it just I just want to write those one day one day I will. With lots of sex. All right. Oh, it's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, world building the gas. Yeah. 
It, it is, is. Hard. and your and your characters, your characters are so strong. I think your your I think that's one of your strongest. Um, <laughs> I love your characters. You have you have great characters, and that for me, I don't care what genre anybody writes in. That's what it's all about, no. for sure. Characters. Thank you. Yeah. Well, yeah. one of wow. one of my strengths, I think one of one of my strengths is that I work with many men, or most of my life uh-huh. I work with men, so I can pretty well uh, write men, you know, uh, in a realistic yeah. way. Um, many many uh, romance authors in the earlier days, anyway. I'm not saying that they are like that now. It's you, I can tell when I read it that they they just the men just talk like women to me. You know, they 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 yeah. act like women. They talk like women. Yeah. They cry like women. Yeah. And I'm going. Yeah. No, no, no. This is this is not how it works. This is not how they that's, talk that, at That's all. one of the main reasons why most I think most guys aren't really turned on by old school romance because I know it's yeah. like, oh come on, <laughs> we don't yeah. think yeah. like this. Give me a break. <laughs> but, I, but the thing wow. is, men are are. Stuck with that image, though they think romance is all Fabio and old school romance, and it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so, so 1990s. That that thought is so old. You know, it's like okay, yeah. boomer. You know, we're no longer like yeah. that. Okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Wow. Um, what are you What are you working on now? What's What's next? I and what, am, what's just out? Um, uh, I am trying to finish the the third and fourth book of my um, virtual reality series. It's been a really tough couple of years because as I grow older, all my all the people around me are growing older too. So I end uh-huh. up being caretaker. This is like the real life stuff creeping into my world, oh. and and then and then <laughs> so I spend a lot of my time doing real life stuff, like taking people to you know to the VA hospital and and yeah. you know oh, doing yeah. other uh, taking care of people stuff. It's hard to write. Unfortunately, you know, I thought I, w- I would have lots of time to write when I sit in the hospital, but I find I'm, I stress uh-huh. out so much that I can't I can't right. write. Oh uh, yeah. So even though I spend hours yeah. and hours not on the roof, um, I'm not writing. So so I'm trying to get back into the schedule, but I'm gonna try to finish my virtual reality series this year, and then go uh, into another seal story. I I, I want to continue my seal um my my seal series because they're all connected. I like to jump back and forth, you know. Yeah. I I want to mm-hmm. write something about the Kurds. You know uh, the Kurd situation that that's in Syria, how they were betrayed. Yeah. By uh-huh. <clears throat> the orange one. Uh, so, so. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I want to write that because I write about the Peshmerga, the the women fighters for the Kurds. Yeah. They're called Pesh- That's that's. I have a, a book on that, so I want to continue that one too on how they are fighting on their own without their men. So so that's that's nice. All in the future. All in the <laughs> next twelve months, I hope. All right. You haven't even had time to talk about your roofing roofing experiences because this is I very know. strange. You are a roofer. I, my husband yeah. and I took three roofs off our roof and put a new one on and decided that was enough for one lifetime. And, you know, we each had a trick knee for a couple of years afterwards. So we're really in awe of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm sure you guys have uh, seen my, my uh, BSM book, right? My little on the site. Thing that I write on oh. my roofing experiences. 
with yeah, the Brazilian mixers and all that. Yes, I love yeah, your yeah. stories. Yeah, basically that's how I spend my days. You know, I I I walk around guys on the roof, and then I try to straighten out the life of the guys around me that don't speak English. I mean, this is funny. <laughs> you know, I, I don't really speak. I'm I'm not an English you know speaker either. So so I'm here trying to help the Mexicans and the Brazilian guys and, you know, all, everybody. And I'm trying to translate for them. And, and <laughs> it's all jumbled. And it's all jumbled up with the semen maker. The semen maker. Uh-huh. I have to teach them how, how to say candle maker. Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> oh, and, and so, we know, have you really are, been you enjoying, just... we've really been enjoying your Gwyneth Paltrow jokes too. Yeah. You spurred us on. <laughs> That's why we created Alistair's candle because of you. Yeah, we, we yeah, yeah. I, Cameron created a candle I, I, and, and I said, "Can I put this up?" But I said, "Sure." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I thought, you know, those guys are probably sick of my vagina by now. <laughs> never, never. We will never get tired of your vagina. <laughs> no, or your balls, Alistair. We love your balls. Anyway, yeah, don't, yeah, don't ever get tired of my balls, and I won't ever. Wow, we're we're classy, you guys. No. <laughs> this is the best show we've ever done. Um, it's great. I hope you will come back and talk with us more before too much another season or so has passed. Yeah, I would love to. You, you guys are my my favorite people on the internet. Oh, well, you you are ours. We read you every day. <laughs> we do. We we really I, do. I we you mean inspire that. You are, because we yeah, we are all very dirty minded people. That's why. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's it exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yep, exactly. But yeah, no, we yeah. we love having you, and we love you know uh, you know connecting with you anytime so you're you're welcome back anytime so you know what mm-hmm. keep writing um we'll be in touch of course because we we you know because we're disgusting online together so yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll know when you've done but something only, new and we want we yeah. want to have you back so <laughs> thank you so yeah. much for being Later on. We, we you. Love having yeah. you. Thank I, you. I tell you what the next time Gwyneth has something new out we will get together for sure Again, right? she, yeah. she she makes our writing better. Yeah, Gwyneth yeah. makes our writing better. Thank God for vagina-scented oh. candles. Thank God. Oh. Thank God what would Gwyneth we do without them? Vagina candles. <laughs> yes. All right, before we let you go, okay. can you tell our listeners where they can go online or otherwise, whatever, to find out more about you and your work? Okay, you can go to Amazon and just search for Janita Lowe, and you can see all my books there. Some of them is on Kindle Unlimited, so, you know, um, you can read them for free, I guess, if you have Kindle Unlimited. And uh, you can also go to my website, www.JanitaLowe.com. Janita-Lowe.com. That's it. Ah. Nice. All right. Catch me on Facebook. Catch me on Facebook for my BSM jokes. That's about it. That's right. Okay. <laughs> Facebook is the best, <laughs> by the way, if you're listening. Check her out on Facebook. It's hilarious stuff. Oh, All right. Cover. Yeah. Website. So, All right. So can I go can I get back to petting my squirrel now, you know? You know yes, you, you need can. to go. You need to take can. care of it. Yes. Little under the chin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. It was great having you. Um, yeah. We, uh, yeah, come back anytime. And thank you, everybody, for listening. And until next week, we wish you haunted nights. And sleep Thank you for having free. me. You're thank welcome. You. Thank you for listening. Haunted Nights, live with Tamara Thorne and Alistair Cross.